Welcome to the Review Crew. With Fran and Emma. All right. What's up, reviewers? It's your co-host, Fran, millennial, toddler mom, master baker, co-host of this podcast, the Review Crew. And it's Emma, aspiring minimalist, aspiring dancer, New Yorker. Mm. Welcome to the show. You know what? I would say you're more than an aspiring dancer. You are a dancer. And I think that you just need to embrace that about yourself. I had an experience today that really drilled home for me that I am actually an aspiring dancer. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't wait to review it on the pod. All right. I I wait with bated breath for this thing. Um, how are you? How are you feeling? I feel good. I'm in a good mood. Um, okay. It's sunny in New York. It's like summer. Which is really happy. Um, I just got back from a dance class at Incredipole. And the class Ooh. was called Floor Fuckery. Ooh, spicy. Love this. How are you doing? Um, I mean, probably not as good as you. Um, but I'm doing really good. Day one of my weekend, so feeling good. Went on a little beautiful outdoor walk. Um right before this oh i'm feeling good i'm feeling well rested nice yeah nice. yeah it's good good day so far little walk okay so i mean the reviewers yeah I cannot wait any longer yeah give us the full incredible story okay there's a few things i have to set up the scene okay please i this is my second class ever at incredible the first mm-hmm. one i took like eight months ago mm-hmm. whatever okay so i show up today I can't believe we've been doing this podcast for that long. Cause I'm like, it was probably like six to eight months ago. And like, it was we August guess about it. Yeah. Right. Okay. Wow. Um, all right. So I show up and I'm, I'm like 10 minutes early, whatever, as I usually am mm-hmm. sitting in the lobby. And I notice on a mannequin, mm-hmm. a sweatshirt. Okay. This is a black cropped sweatshirt yes. that says incredible on it, but the writing is the fucking like metal writing you know what i mean yes and i was like oh my god because i've actually been looking for a black sweatshirt like literally Mm -hmm. and i've been telling adrian how much i want a like metal style sweatshirt like yeah a million of them i have none so Mm -hmm. i was like oh my god like i want this sweatshirt whatever Mm -hmm. and it's cropped and like hella cute okay when you say it's cropped is this like your belly's out or is this just like like where where what where is it at where is it at so i haven't tried it on but I think it's like a little cropped. It's not like your belly's out. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if this was just going to be like a boob cover or if it was going to be a full sweatshirt. I mean, it might be more cropped than I'm expecting. You never really know. That's true. That's true. But I was like, I want to buy this. Anyway, (laughs) there were three ladies sitting at the front desk and they were, they were not happy to see me. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And then when I was like, Hey, can I like buy this sweatshirt? The lady was like, um, if I knew how to sell it to you. I was like, okay. Um, um, <laughs> can you <laughs> figure it out? <laughs> so long story short, it took a super long time to acquire the sweatshirt. She did sell it to me, but it took a while. And um, I was like almost late for the class. <laughs> like to the point where the instructor had to like come out of the class and be like, hey, like, can we get this started? And the lady at the front desk was like, just wait for like this one more person who's just like buying the sweatshirt. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so now I have a sweatshirt to commemorate this experience. Okay. There were four people in the class, myself okay, included. Intimate. intimate. Myself included. 
Oh my god. So okay. it wasn't like you walk into the full classroom, people are a little annoyed that you've made it late so you're buying the sweatshirt, but then you disappear to the crowd. This was nope. like, here I am, a star. Yep. Okay. Okay. So there's four of us. Okay, perfect. A perfect number. And just to also, this is an important part of the review, um, towards the end of the class, the instructor decided to split us into two groups so that we could each perform in a group of two. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, I have a quick question. What are you wearing and what is the instructor wearing and what are the other students wearing? Okay. Because I was about to state this. I was about to include this. Okay. So I'm wearing my cool Charlie XCX oversized tee and leggings, black leggings. Perfect. Yeah. This is my normal workout attire. Mm-hmm. I even wore a sports bra. I'm like, I don't know. Are we going to be jumping? I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. Um, the instructor is wearing a thong and a bra. Perfect. It was perfect. She actually looked stunning and was like an incredible dancer. Mm-hmm. But um, she did show me how to do something at one point, And I was like, because it was a lot of rolling on the ground and rolling over. Mm-hmm. And I did like kind of roll like very close to her butt. <laughs> <laughs> you almost so got a butt like, and I have a question for the listeners, too. Mm. Is everybody getting laser hair removal? Um, I mean, I'm certainly not. I'm a 70s queen over here. <laughs> I want to know if people are getting laser hair removal. Is it a thing? Should I be getting it? Is it affordable? Does it? Is it worth it? Let's do it or not do it. Somebody tell me. Okay. Let but us okay. know, reviewers. Give us your review of laser hair removal if you have tried. I've heard that, I mean, it depends what part of your body you do it on, but I've heard that it can kind of, like, hurt a little bit. But then it's, like, great. Amazing. I just... I don't know. If... Okay, something would have to be very different in my life for me to be, like, instructing a class in a thong fully, like, every day. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, honestly, wearing a thong ever, it's just really not my vibe. I'm buying a pack of Hanes, baby. (laughs) 10 out of 10 to Hanes. (laughs) Yes, that's good. Okay. And then the, the vibe of the instructor, um, like I said, gorgeous, stunning person, amazing dancer, and mm-hmm. seems like a very cool person. Okay. So mm-hmm. this is like not a criticism of her, mm-hmm. but her style of instructing was super no nonsense. So she'd basically mm. be like, lift your left leg, bend your knee, put your foot on the ground. Mm. <laughs> at, one point, at one point, she was like, we're not dogs pissing. So don't lift your leg like this. Like, <laughs> okay like she, it was extremely like straightforward and you no are nonsense. in the military of floor fuckery <laughs> exactly oh my god guys it was so fucking hard and then um so she basically would like shout the instructions like that and show it to us like once and then be like all right now you guys do it and i would just kind of be like uh i don't know <laughs> <laughs> am i doing it mm-hmm Would she give Um, you direct criticism in the same sort of level of, like, aggressive instruction? Like, um, no, no. your leg's wrong. Put it like this. No. She wasn't. She wasn't, like, mean or anything. Um, But it was just very clear that I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Were other – wait, were the other people in the class also – were they more leggings or were they more um, underwear? They were more, like, wearing a cute athletic set. Yeah, nobody else was, like, nude. All right. Yeah. Um – but anyway, yeah, so two of them had, like, taken the class before and, like, did great. That was, mm-hmm. like, the first, you know, two that performed at the end. Mm-hmm. And then me and this, like, one other girl were just, like, a little bit lost in the sauce. And I would say I was 
a lot more lost than <laughs> anyone else. <laughs> you were swimming in that sauce. You were drowning in it. I was drowning. She was like, it's fine. Just like improv. Do whatever you want. And I'm like, all right. I was just humping the ground. <laughs> You're just like, I don't know what to do. So I'll just kind of do a slow hump on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was great. And she was like, yeah, you can like record yourself. And some people record themselves. And I was like, you know what? I'm actually not going to record myself. <laughs> I actually pass on that opportunity. Um, okay. What kind of moves were you doing? Describe. So, okay. So imagine lying on the ground. Mm-hmm. and like rolling over but you're like kicking your heel to your butt what are you lying no, so when you start on the ground or are you on your back or on your tummy okay so this is what it was so you start on your back you're kind okay. of propping yourself up on your hands okay mm-hmm. but your legs are out straight in front of you and then you're like rolling over kind of onto your stomach supporting mm. yourself with your hands but you're like kicking your heel to your butt on one okay. of your legs and I'm like that I could do okay that was fine mm-hmm it just got a little a lot a little sassy knee situation (laughs) it was a lot of it's kicking your heel to your butt and like pointing your toe yeah there's a lot of that I mean that does it for me (laughs) (laughs) there was a lot more of like lifting your legs and spinning your legs and rotating and and that's kind of where I got lost (laughs) yeah I also I'm just like I don't know that I have the flexibility to do what I would imagine extremely sexy floor moves would require yeah yeah it was, and it was really just like, we're diving right into it. It was also like, we're wearing knee pads the whole time. It was a lot of knee, like intense knee mm. to the point where even though I was wearing knee pads, I was like, this is like hurting my knees. And I don't know how people do this without knee pads. Yeah. I guess they must just get real tough. I don't know. Um, were there, yeah. okay. You saying a lot of knee moves. I'm imagining you kind of getting a running start and then doing like a knee slide. <laughs> no there was pretty much no standing like at any point you're pretty much just literally on the floor I guess it was for fuckery after all exactly it's like you go from lying down to kneeling to lying down rolling over rolling over kneeling rolling over lying down like that's pretty much very good very much dog I'm yeah. getting big I'm getting big trained dog vibes <laughs> but a sexy dog in yeah. lingerie <laughs> yeah okay I need you to rate every part of this class so okay so I had to review it on class pass I mean I guess I could have skipped but whatever mm-hmm. and it's like class pass does out of five stars and mm-hmm. my honest review if I'm being honest would be like two or three out of okay, five okay, so, so I'm so giving it talking. like a four all right I'm giving it like a four out okay, of ten not super high not super high just because it was I didn't like I was like upset like I wasn't embarrassed or like feeling like I was going to cry or anything like that but it was just like very much, very much You were feeling sexy while you were doing it. No. Mm, no. That's disappointing. That's disappointing. I was feeling like I'm confused. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's not but Was there fun music playing? Yeah, there was some fun music. Loved the jams. But I was like also just very, very, very focused on like, oh, shit, what do I do next? I don't know. Okay, just mm. kneel. Okay, go back to lying down. Okay. Ah. <laughs> so much scrambling. And, like, anything that requires, like, turning and rolling, it makes it really, like, you can't just, like, be watching the instructor the whole time also. Yes. And it was tough because she was usually not doing it with us. Okay. But the part that I do like about this style of dance as opposed to, like, every other style of dance mm-hmm. is 
there's pretty much no counts or beats and you can just do everything on your own time like she was You're just vibing yeah she was emphasizing she's like you could just stay like in this kneel and just kind of like enjoy the kneeling for just, like a while just kind of yeah you know you gotta really you're, you're you're I'm like what is the word that I'm looking for edging I don't know <laughs> <laughs> something like that but yeah so that's kind of nice that it's like flexible it's like whatever you feel like doing the next move you can do the next move and if you don't you don't but that is fun that is fun more more yeah. improvising I would imagine than in your other one or at least in that aspect in that aspect yeah mm-hmm. well know, oh man I'm I'm not going to take this class again. <laughs> <laughs> Have you thought about taking any, are you thinking of going back to any other of like their pole dancing classes or are you pretty much? Yeah. Like, I okay, think if I have extra back. time this summer, I'm going to go and take like the like intro to pole first timer class again. Mm-hmm. Um, because that was actually, that was fun. That was fun. Yeah. I would yeah. take that again. I mean, that just sounds fun to be on a spinny pole. It sounds hard and interesting. Yeah. Also hard. And like, the instructor was like very nice and was like, "Yeah, it's like a whole new language, basically." And it's like you just don't know the language yet. And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, that's true." I, one of my coworkers um, was an exotic dancer when she was like 18. Um, it was funny, but she this is like one of the first things I learned about. Like, she got hired some months ago, and then like in the first week of working there, it mentioned that she used to be an exotic dancer. And we were all just like, "Okay, tell us more." And she was like, "Well, it was just for a short time. It was for like two years." And we're like, "That's a long time." um and all i want to do is ask her a million a million prying questions about it and every time she ever brings it up i want to ask a million prying questions but i'm also like well you're also trying to work now in your other job you haven't done that job for 10 years now and i don't know that you want to talk about it and i don't know you very well so i haven't but i'm like one i want to befriend you because you seem really cool and then also so i can ask you a million hundred thousand questions about what that was like yeah seriously that's like super interesting yeah like i was playing some i don't know some fucking like pop music radio and fucking cake by rihanna came out and she was like oh i used to like come out to this song when people were having like birthday parties and i'm just like are you wanting me to like change the song or are you like feeling nostalgic for this time like when you make this comment um she would go into it and i'm like what did you do what were your moves i want to know all about it i want to know how people learn the moves how do you what do you start with what's mm-hmm. the first time you go on like yeah what's right? the whole thing yeah also, if any exotic dancers are listening feel free to get in our dms and tell us about it we want to know we want to know about other people's lives yeah for real for real for real mm-hmm. you know what i also love is that she told her parents the whole time she was doing this job while she was living at home that she had a paper route because people <laughs> who do that also work in the wee hours of the morning that's cute yeah and I'm just like, did they believe you? She was like, I think it was willful ignorance. Damn. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible. I know. And then meanwhile, I at that age was had like some shit minimum wage job at a bakery, um, occasionally getting harassed by customers and then like getting covered in buttercream and getting horrible acne from that. And I'm like, where did I go wrong? You know, covered in buttercream. I mean, that can also be sexy. You know, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> it was a zero out of ten, especially because there was so much, there was so much shortening in it, and it just was like I was breaking out so bad the whole time. I would come off work like face in like a thin layer of like fat coating 
all over me and then also with like a thin layer of flour coating over that so I just was gritty and greasy every day that I got off work and I just yeah so much so many so many acne breakouts from that job dumb dumb but okay I want to hear about your weekend too um okay well I mean it just it just began it just began oh true um because I was working yesterday today is my first weekend day um and yeah as I said I went for a walk this morning that was super nice so I will review the Peña Adobe Park outside of Vacaville or I think maybe technically in Vacaville I'm not really sure um but we met a couple of our friends at this park um and I'm gonna rate the park a Again, I love parks, so I'm going to say it's an 8 or 9 out of 10. It is right off the highway. It is right off of Highway 80, which is Big Monster Highway. Con- like, the number of cars I've seen on the side of the road on fire on Highway 80, it's just, it's too many cars that I've seen in that position. So it's like a big fucking annoying highway. Um, people drive very fast, and this park is right alongside of it. So where we started out, where I wanted to explore... Because I like read that it was like a nice easy walk there. Because there's basically like there's the Peña Adobe historical area. Because there's like a historical like building, a little museum there. Both of which were closed. Um, and I'm also like it's a weekend. Yes, it's a sunny weekend. This should be open all the time. Um, but uh, so that's also lowering their rating. But it's like so fucking loud because it's literally right on the highway. Like Sylvia actually got a little scared when a motorcycle went on the highway and like ran to me, kind of freaked out Aww. because it was so loud. So I had wanted to walk around the sort of new area, um, but then we ended up deciding to go over to the lagoon, which I've been to before, and do sort of the lagoon park area and just walk part of the loop around the lagoon. And it was really cool because the last time I went to this park was, I think, last year in the springtime. And you know what that lagoon was? It was just a mud flat. It was completely dry because, again, California's been in drought for hundreds of years, as I mm-hmm. uh, stated in our last podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, like, fully dry and sad, but we had, like, a nice walk then. Sylvia was tiny. I just had her in a little soft pack. Um, so it was really nice to visit now after all this rain we've had and see there be, like, a full-ass, big-ass lagoon and everything's beautiful and green. There are those birds. I don't know what kind of birds they are. They're black and they have bright, like, orange-red spots on their wings. Super cute, flying around, wildflowers in bloom. It was hella windy, but also sunny. Um, and it was just like a delightful. We took like we walked for like a little over an hour. Um, just like walked around part of the lagoon and walked back, ate some snacks, and like chatted and caught up with our friends. Um, and it was like super nice. So yeah, I definitely if you are in the area, check it out. And I think there's different hikes you can do in the parks. It's a pretty big park. So, like, you can definitely get farther away from the highway, but it does definitely lose points for just, like, how fucking loud it is right next to the fucking highway. Um, but, yeah, it was, like, very, very pleasant times. Very nice. Very yeah. good. Very healthy. Very outdoorsy. I also, dude, I'm really, I'm really pushing hard to become more of an outdoorsy person because I did Ooh. grow up in a very, <laughs> I mean, in a gentle way. Yeah, I no, did grow great. up with a very, very outdoorsy parents. We did a lot of outdoorsy stuff. I really enjoyed growing up with that. And then as an adult, never really got into it. Steven doesn't love the outdoors. He's like, okay, like Steven loves to tan himself in the outdoors. Steven likes to catch a few, a few rays in the outdoors. Um, yeah, that's nice. He likes to lounge. 
Um, and he can enjoy nature. Like he'll enjoy going for these walks and stuff, but he's definitely not like, it's not the thing he'll ever choose to do. Like Steven would rather like go walk around San Francisco than go walk around a park somewhere, which yeah. for me is crazy. Cause I'm like, why would you want to walk where you're just like viewing a lot of garbage and smelling piss? Um, when you could <laughs> go like see beautiful wildflowers and enjoy the fresh breeze. Um, dude. We were just freaking talking about this. Okay, Adrian and I were having a conversation of, like, what are your relationship, like, red flags, but also just, like, no-goes. Like, what, what would mm-hmm. someone have to do that you'd be, like, absolutely not? Uh-huh. I'm not, like, dating you or whatever. And mm-hmm. Adrian's first thought was, like, an outdoorsy person. Like, I couldn't <laughs> do it. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. Because you guys love piss smells so much. That's we how just... I like to characterize people that love <laughs> We are city people, but I also, yeah. I love going to the beach. And so I love outdoorsy in the, some instances, but mm-hmm. going for a hike is kind of like my idea of a really bad day. <laughs> <laughs> you have to, you have to be prepared. Okay. So I want to rate this aspect actually of parenting of something that like, I feel like one, a thing that has always made hikes not as fun for me is just never preparing properly. Like, did I remember sunscreen? No. Did I bring enough water? No. Did I bring snacks? No. And then it's like, why do I hate this? Oh, I'm unprepared. When you have a baby, you really can't be that unprepared. Like, I'm so used to packing a full bag basically to go anywhere because if I don't have any of those things, and it's not to say that I never forget stuff. Steven took Sylvia to Berkeley the other day didn't fucking bring shoes he forgot to bring her shoes because <laughs> she didn't want to put them on and so he just put her in the car and was gonna go grab her boots and then just didn't uh didn't have them so um, what do you do wait unfortunately he had the stroller with him and she was actually because sometimes she gets pissed having to be in the stroller but apparently she was just like fine and then at some point they went to like a park where it was like one of those like soft rubbery kind of floors and sand mm-hmm. and so she just ran around without shoes to like get her energy out um, but he was like I was like at work and he was texting me he's like I forgot her fucking shoes and I was like well maybe just go buy her some and then they went into like a regular shoe store and he's like it's $60 and not she's barefoot this is what's happening um, dude I love that wait that reminds yeah. me of that time when I was like <laughs> going on a weekend trip with Steven dude in fucking France mm-hmm. we were sitting abroad and it was raining the day I left so I was wearing rain boots and I didn't bring any other shoes <laughs> so I had to wear rain boots every day when it wasn't raining uh, like, yeah yeah dude, the word I fucking the having the wrong footwear can really fuck up a fuck up anything like multiple times i'm always like okay san francisco it's freezing cold i will wear my nice warm like i remember wearing like ugg boots and this happened multiple times or like my off-brand ugg boots because you know i'm not buying anything name brand um Mm -hmm. so i'm having my off-brand fuzzy boots because it's like kind of cold and i assume it's gonna be cloudy and cold there and then ending up in a part of san francisco where it's super warm and my feet are just fucking sweating and i'm just in these fuzzy boots in like the hot sun walking around the city and i'm just like i fucking hate everything about this um so like this still happens from time to time or like i'm constantly forgetting like on a long drive to bring water for sylvia because i'm like oh we're gonna be in the car for an hour and a half and then like halfway through she's like water 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 (laughs) and like i have nothing for you you have to just be dehydrated for the next hour (laughs) but anyways but going for a hike i have gotten a lot better about like basically we have a little my sister got us this cute little like bento box basically that's gudetama she got in japantown for us Um, and so I just like filled half of it with cut strawberries and I filled the other half with cheese 
and we had, <laughs> and we had a Stephen had bought some like Acme olive loaf bread and Acme Hala yesterday. So we had like a third of a loaf of both of those. So I just put those both in the pack. I brought my fat bottle of water. And so it's just like, oh, I'm halfway through the hike where we're getting tired. And this is also like totally flat where we were walking. There's like a lot of hills and ridges you can climb up on in this park, but we just stayed flat around the lagoon and there's just like randomly picnic tables around. So we just like stopped and like ate a bunch of snacks and like had some water and then we like kept going. And like being able to just like go slowly and eat snacks at any time and have enough snacks to do that and enough water of just like so much more enjoyable. Well, that's very nice. I'm glad you had a good time. 10 out of 10 to packing snacks, dude. Snacks are important. Yeah. Honestly, for any, like, in nature and out of nature, you gotta, you gotta be packing snacks. And I'm like, this is definitely, like, a lesson of motherhood that I, like, now try to do even for myself. (laughs) Dude, you know what's a snack that I want to review? Yes. Garlic bread. Ooh. Not not a traditional snack, per se. But isn't it crazy that you can make garlic bread so easily? Mm Mm-hmm. That all you need is literally bread and garlic and, like, oil or butter. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, that's all you need. It's true. And it's a magical thing. I never do it. I never do it. Neither do I, but I've done it twice recently. Okay, the first time, I went and got a beautiful fresh baguette. Mm-hmm. I followed some instructions. You know, I did some olive oil, garlic, blah, blah, blah. Par- uh, what did I put? Fucking oregano or some shit. Like, I don't know. That's mm-hmm. unnecessary. And, like, some Parmesan. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Toast it in the oven, and then it was hard as fuck. Mm. You know, you're eating a- garlic bread, and you're just like, "Why is this so hard?" And your bread is just tearing up your mouth. I know that Especially is my one issue like- with garlic bread. Exactly, it was just a perfect fresh baguette, like perfectly soft and nice. And then I had to go and toast it, and then it was hard as a rock. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I feel like I learned from that. Mm-hmm. And then I did it again uh, last night with a different baguette. Obviously, got a nice fresh baguette. Mm-hmm. and did the Rachel Ray style that I remember learning literally like a dozen years ago, mm-hmm. which is you could just fucking press some garlic into a bowl with butter, melt it in the microwave, mm. brush it onto your cut bread, put that under the broiler for like a second, mm-hmm. and you're golden. Honestly, that sounds perfect. That sounds perfect. I was you know, I put is- some parm also. It was so good. Ugh lovely that sounds great damn now i want garlic bread that sounds awesome okay rate how would you rate both styles of garlic bread garlic bread that's cutting your mouth with its hard edges i rate still like a five because like the taste is good but it's just like why is it so hard yeah um and it's nice and soft doing it your own way i rate like a nine yeah, that's perfect. Something that I do love and I never do because I never want to like roast garlic because I'm also mm. like just like roasting the shit out of like a whole head of garlic, squeezing that into a bowl and like putting that on some bread with some butter or olive oil that's where nice. you don't even or like a piece of toast or whatever. That is like a perfect. I love roasted garlic. But yeah, I'm just always I'm so fucking lazy. I never want to make roasted garlic, but I wish that it was a thing I just had all the time. That would be nice. That's a perfect 10. I know. I wish that I could have all treats for no money or work at all times. Okay, speaking of other treats, I want to I wanna rate when you have a wealth of avocados in your life. Did I talk about this last time? I don't think so. No. Okay, dude, I've been eating so much avocado in the last, like, month, and it makes me, 
elated. I'm like, every time I eat an avocado, I'm like, health queen, delicious yeah. queen. Everything is like, avocados are so good. And I know this is the most non controversial millennial bullshit <laughs> to talk about how good avocados are, but it is also just like, well, they are. So at my work, they have avocado toast on their menu in the morning. And I've just been ordering that every day that I work for breakfast. Amazing. Amazing. Um, and they like, it's so good. They, they have like an Acme Levam bread that they put it on that they toast and then they smash the avocado onto it. They put pepper on it. They put Maldon salt on it. They put a little bit of olive oil drizzled over the top. They put cilantro, green Do they put like lemon or lime? And cotija. Um, no, I okay, don't nice. think there's any lemon or lime, but that would also be good. No, I feel like um, it's better without it. It's nice. It's nice. It's so good. Yeah, it's just like it's not like they've mashed the avocado with anything. It's just straight avocado and then with some other like very light toppings on the other stuff. It's like mostly just like half an avocado on a piece of bread. Um, but like with like it's just like it's with the cotija cheese and the Maldon salt. It's very well salted, which is critical and delicious. And then I get a fried egg on top of that. So I've been eating that four days a week basically every day that I work anytime Amazing. I'm ordering food I'm pretty much ordering that and then they've been having avocados at Costco for like six dollars for like six avocados might be five it's like a little over a dollar per avocado but that's like they're like fat avocados that is not expensive so we've been buying those we've bought those twice in a row and then after we ran out of those Stephen was at Food Max and they were having a special on avocados where it was 69 cents for each avocado so we obviously just bought more. We've been making guacamole and guacamole with chips for dinner like three days in a row. Amazing. And it's just like nothing makes me feel like – like I'm like if I were wealthy, this is how I would always live for the rest of my life. <laughs> like I feel like the most bougie luxury person of all time eating this much avocado. It's like almost like – like I feel like it's like I'm committing a crime by eating so much avocado. It's so good. That's incredible. Ten out of ten. That is very good. Very much health goals. I feel like, God, I have not been eating anything healthy in my life, but that's fine. That's and fine. I feel like I mean, one, that's great. You know, you gotta you gotta have you gotta have treats. You gotta eat well, and eating well means sometimes eating really healthy and sometimes eating whatever the fuck you want all the time. And like to me, that's the magic of avocado. Is it's like it's both. it's so fatty. Both, yeah. yeah, it's like a fatty, delicious treat. Um, it's so creamy and rich while also being like so much fiber. Yeah, dude, I've tried making avocado toast at home, by the way, and I like can't do it. Like, I get like weirded out. I mean, I've only tried it like probably once. What weirds you out about it? I never. I mean, in a restaurant, I'm sure it's great. I'm mm-hmm. sure it's great, and I love avocado. And like mm-hmm. on I know salads, you, do. you know, guacamole, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, when I put it on toast, it was like the toast got a little mushy, and it was just a little bit too mushy. Interesting. Yeah, I feel like you got to get a nice hard crunch on your on your toast. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Anywho, anywho, I love that, it. Wait, love I have it. another treat review. Okay, more treats, dude. Shea Panisse's blueberry cobbler. Okay. Get the recipe. Get the recipe, guys, through New York Times cooking. It's so fucking good. It's literally the easiest dessert in the world. You mm-hmm. get two pints of blueberries, okay? Mm-hmm. A little bit of sugar, a little bit of flour. Put that in a dish. Then you make, like, the easiest freaking biscuit dough, basically, and just, like, mm-hmm. plop it into little circles on the top. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It's so good. And I'm also, like, 
this is bright purple and I'm eating literally so many blueberries right now that it's, it's so good for you. Health. It's basically health. Dude, any fruit dessert. I could like I fucking love fruit desserts. I feel like you can eat a fruit you can eat a fruit dessert as dessert, but you can also eat it for breakfast because it's so much fruit and it's good right. for you. And I did eat it for breakfast. Uh, yes. Having a piece of like fruit pie or fruit cobbler for breakfast is a fucking 10 out of 10. It's like the best thing. So good. So good. Really easy recipe. I do recommend. I really want to try it. I've also been eating a lot of blue blueberries. I usually just buy frozen blueberries, blueberries, but now it's getting into bloob season. So I can be buying them fresh all the time too. They're appearing at the farmer's market again. Um, Beautiful. I need to go. Mm -hmm. I actually pretty much never go because it's open when I'm at work although I work like two blocks from the farmer's market so I could go right after work it's open for like another half hour after I get off but I'm just like and I think about it every single week and then I'm like I'm going fucking home but I can tell Steven to buy it because he goes (laughs) um that sounds delightful I really want to try that I don't actually think I've ever made like a cobbler where you like do the biscuity topping I always am doing more of a crumble crumble yeah which is good yeah Yeah. I love I love a crumble too but like cobbler sounds great also it was delightful I think it's time for me to make cobbles and you know what we watched I love that you Mm -hmm. know what we watched while we were freaking eating blueberry cobbler Mm -hmm. Herzog's masterpiece Aguirre the wrath of god okay tell us about it what is it about okay you know this you're is... a Herzog girl <laughs> you know I'm a Herzog girl and this also confirmed I was like yeah another Herzog I... <laughs> <laughs> I love that mm. um yes yeah, so this is when the set this is in the 70s guys and it mm-hmm. was um about so Hitler not Hitler whoa <laughs> interesting interesting Freudian slip excited to see where this goes as we continue talking um (laughs) he Herzog basically made up a like fictional story based on like Spanish conquistadors is that the right name looking for like Mm -hmm. this lost city of El Dorado or whatever Mm -hmm. in like I think it was filmed in what like Venezuela area I don't know mm-hmm. I don't know somewhere all right somewhere South America yeah in the Amazon basically so there it's like these like Spanish guys getting absolutely lost in the Amazon looking okay. for an imaginary place is it intense what's the vibe okay the vibe <laughs> I'm like, this is the worst review ever. <laughs> the vibe is mesmerizing. The vibe mm. is minimal. Okay. Mm. Not like that much dialogue, but it's somehow like mesmerizing. Is the set um, is the set really dramatic? Like So they went to the fucking Amazon. Yeah. Okay, so, so it's it is. in you're in the Amazon. They are okay. on the river. They wow. are doing stuff. Yeah. And the whole like way that it was filmed, like every Herzog movie was filmed in like the most like insane way and like crazy shit went down when they were filming it, mm-hmm. which also happened with this movie. Mm. Um, wait, can I tell you a story about its filming? Yeah, of course. So Herzog, I guess I learned, loves like a dramatic animal scene. Like we, we saw this in Nosferatu. He mm-hmm. loves to have like a swarm of animals in a scene and have it be just like really amazing. Okay. 
So there is an incredible scene with monkeys where there's just a ton of monkeys, whatever. Mm-hmm. And this backstory, I guess, was that he paid some local people to like trap 400 monkeys. Oh my god, that is a lot yeah. of monkeys. Yeah. I mean, you say a lot of monkeys and I'm like 40. Yeah, trapped 400 monkeys. Okay. Holy shit. And then, so he was like, I'm going to pay you like half now and then like half when you like give me the monkeys or whatever. Mm-hmm. I guess in between there, they actually sold the monkeys to a, some, a buyer, whatever. Mm-hmm. And Herzog went to the airport when these monkeys were about to be like shipped out to like whoever bought them. Mm-hmm. Pretended to be a veterinarian and was like, these monkeys need their vaccinations. Like they're coming with me. Mm-hmm. Took them to the set, used them for the scene and then released them into the wild. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so good he's so cool also the whole movie was filmed on a camera that he stole from his fucking film school <laughs> he's just so cool uh, that's fucking nuts that's fucking yeah, wild like berlin nuts. film school or something he like stole the camera and used it to film this <laughs> incredible anyway okay, what would you rate the movie then overall the movie is very unique it's weird, but it's not too weird where you're like, um, I'm very confused. Um, I give it, I give it a nine. Like, it's very weird. All but right. Cool. Okay, weird and cool. I do like a thing that's weird and cool. And it's Although, also 90 minutes, a tight 90 okay. minutes. Okay, all right, you're love. selling it. You're yeah. selling it. You're selling it to me. That. I'm suddenly twice as interested. Exactly. Because I feel like in the, the way you're describing the movie, I'm like, this is going to be a three-hour movie. Exactly. I thought it was going to be two. And then I was like, oh, this is nice and nice and tight. Wonderful. Did Adrian like it too? Yeah, he loved it. Okay, very cool. You know what I have watched somewhat recently that um, is also really cool? Tell me. Police Story 1 and Police Story 2. Jackie Chan movies, baby. Young Jackie Chan. Um, they're both they're both fucking 10 out of 10s, dude. I love Jackie Chan. He's just so good. They're like Hong Kong movies. They're the first two movies in the series that like the third one becomes Super Cop, which is like the American movie, like the Hall the one that's like big Hollywood movie that also has um Michelle Yeoh in it. Um I can't wait to watch Super Cop. I haven't seen it yet. Um, we watched Police Story 2 really recently um and it's just like so great it's just so great jackie chan's so great and there's a big part in the, there's like a big warehouse at some point in the movie um that gets lit on fire and explodes with a bunch of explosives and like they just actually exploded a full ass empty warehouse like you're like as you're watching you're just like this is not cgi this is literally a warehouse packed with explosive and fireworks that they fucking filmed burning down. And it was just fucking crazy um, and really cool to watch. Highly recommend. 10 out of 10. That is very cool. Wait, mm-hmm. sorry. That reminded me of one thing I forgot to say about mm-hmm. Aguirre Wrath of God. Yeah. Um, the one most perplexing thing about this movie is they didn't use good fake blood. So any time when blood was used, they literally used like orange paint. And it looks like obscene. And so that was very confusing to me. And if anyone knows why that was, let me know. I mean, I'm assuming it must have been a stylistic choice because it's not like that was the only thing available. Like, I can't imagine. Right? But it's so bad. It's very jarring. Hmm. Maybe that's Hmm. part of – it's part of the – 
part, part of, of the thing. thing. I don't know. That's weird. Yeah. It's weird if it stood out to you as unusual, though. It, like, didn't fit with the movie. I don't know. I'd have to watch it. It was also extremely low budget, I guess, is also mm. what I read. Hmm. But I'm like, yeah, couldn't spring for the real fake blood. Yeah, or at least red paint. Yeah. The orangey paint. But I'm also like, maybe red. it was like the film's been restored and now it's like so clear. And like when it first came out, maybe it just like wasn't. And so you couldn't tell. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? Maybe that could be. Um, You know what else? Speaking of blood, um, yeah, I have to reveal. In our last pod, you were like, you should try listening to Blood Incantation, this band that yeah. loves. And I got to say, for me, that's a one out of ten. I thought about giving it a zero, and then I was like, Same. no, that's rude. But I'm like, I could not. I just, I can't do the death. I can't really do death metal. I can't do no growling. Me neither. the main singing. Um, I need my metal to have a little bit more, like, singing in it dude i, I know part of one song i couldn't do it okay you actually might like fucked up i don't know i know i've recommended them to you in the past have you ever i feel like them? you have i can't remember if i've actually tried them they're actually good and there's actually singing but okay back to blood incantation thank you for saying that i totally agree with you 100 percent um to the point where adrian was listening to some ambient metal at one point Mm-hmm. When I and I got out of the shower and it was such a weird noise that I actually had to like go into the living room and be like, "Are you okay?" Because there's like a crazy noise going on right now. <laughs> like I had to like check on him. <laughs> Are you okay? Disturbed I was by the sound. That's really um, funny. But yeah, I agree with you 100. Yeah, yeah, it's a little, it's just a little bit too much. But I am really looking forward. I saw that we've had one response on our Instagram already about some music recommendations. Yeah. Which uh, was from Thor. He, I haven't had a chance to really look into them. He recommended two bands that I didn't know, and then also Bad Brands, which I do know and is cool. But I haven't like I've listened to their album like listened to it a couple times somewhat recently, and was like, oh, this is cool. I should get into it, and then forgot about it. So I'll definitely revisit and check out the other ones, and I, I think probably will be the next pod. We'll see what other recommendations we get, and we can review a bunch of music. Nice, perfect, perfect. We love to visit your own pop culture palaces, our reviewers. Invite us in, please. Oh, speaking of, wait, I have a song review. From... Okay, this was just proof that any song that Julius teaches me choreo to, I just immediately love. Because mm-hmm. it's just, like, so fun to be dancing to something, right? Dude, dance. if you learn to dance to a song, I feel like it's really hard to not like the song, even if you would never listen to it outside of that dance class. And this was the perfect example, Okay. So yesterday's class, amazing, of course, as always, mm-hmm. Mr. Lee's. He chose this song, um, Camel Toe Shop, okay? Excuse me? Yeah, exactly. I guess, so while we were dancing to it, it's, like, mostly a beat. The vocals are, like, um, what's the word when it's, like, AI doing it or whatever? It's not, like, an actual person singing. It's literally, like, a computerized voice. Oh, okay. Very <laughs> but nice. anyway, or at least that's what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can't really hear the lyrics. We're dancing to it or whatever. At one point, he's show- he stopped the music and was, like, showing us a part of the choreo and started singing the lyrics. And we were all like, oh, my God, like, that's what they're saying? Because the lyrics are crazy and just about, like, <laughs> getting your back blown out and, like, stuff. Anyway. Um, so then Do you I remember the lyrics? It's something like... Bitch, I'm going out. Need my kitten need now. Bitch, I'm going out. Need my black phone out or whatever. That's like the chorus. Okay. Okay. So he- that we were all like, oh my god. Um, mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh hell yeah, I'm gonna listen to this song after class. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, the song is unlistenable. 
<laughs> just like on its own it's pretty much it's really hard to listen to but it is kind of a jam if you feel like dancing to a beat so i don't know check that song out camel who is it by i don't know should i check wait i'm gonna open up spotify oh, whatever okay um that sounds wild did you go away are you still there you cut out for a second are you there yes yes okay when i opened up spotify it immediately cut out (laughs) oh i wonder okay i'm back never mind well no i don't know all right yeah no you're you cut out for a second but now you're back amazing you can hear me yes i can hear you all right well we'll 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 revisit (laughs) we'll revisit all right well let's just change can we just change topics entirely um what time is it what time is that? It's time for the motherhood minute. Okay. I have a new... There's a new game that Sylvia likes to play with me. She doesn't mm. really do this with Steven. I'm kind of hoping she doesn't do it with other people because I feel like it seems a little sus, you might say. Mm. Which is that she likes to grab her stuffed animals, look at me, hit her stuffed animal's head hard against the floor, <gasps> the couch, a chair, whatever... And then hand it to me to comfort the stuffed animal, shush it, tell them that they're okay, and rock them. And she will just do this over and over again. And she started doing this, I mean, I think it was after, like, I mean, I mean, she falls all the time. So I'm like, it was after she fell and I, like, comforted her. But I'm like, well, she does that literally constantly. So, like, but it's <laughs> definitely of, like, she started, like, I mean, I've talked about how she's still, like, even literally, okay, we are listening to the podcast. Um, last week's podcast in the car on our way back from the park and I was talking about her doing the it's coming thing um, about the horse so she like clearly like is talking about more things that have happened in the past and so when she hits herself or falls or does something where she gets an ouchie like she has a two different cuts on her hand right now from falling and catching herself in the cement um and sometimes she'll look down at them and start talking about fall fall ouchie fall and like point to where it was that she fell and stuff like that so she does a lot more just like processing of information I feel like allowed and being reminded of stuff where she can actually express it now in a way that she just like couldn't before because she didn't have the language for it Mm -hmm. um and it's just like so now she's like how will I process falling and hitting my head is I will just force my mom to reenact this constantly with my stuffed animals. <laughs> but it like she basically she did it once in front of Steven with me. And Steven was like, what the fuck? Like it just like is a little disturbing. It's a little bit weird. It's also kind of cute. I keep trying to get her to come for her stuffed animals. And sometimes she will. Um, she really like pushes out her lips and shows her front teeth to be like shh, shh, in a very dramatic way. It makes like a big furred, furled what furrowed furrowed brow um i couldn't remember what that word was um and we'll rock them but she mostly just demands that i do it and then sometimes she will kind of like hit herself with her palm in the head and make me do it to her and i'm like stop hitting yourself (laughs) like this is not a good game for us to play like if it's making you hit your head against the wall or your hand or whatever (laughs) Um, and I don't really know what to do about it. So I'm rating it like, I don't know, a 7 out of 10. Because it's like fine. But I'm also like, this is weird. That's interesting. That's very interesting. Yeah. So if anyone's uh, toddlers are doing anything like that, please let me know. Um, <laughs> let me know that it's not like super fucking weird. 
Um, and how did you deal with it? Did you, I mean, I just react by doing the thing she wants me to do. Like, that's just the game we're doing. So it's fine. <laughs> it's not like a big deal, but I'm like, should I be like doing something else? What else could you do? I don't know. Be like, that's, stop. <laughs> yeah. Just stop being weird. Stop being weird. That's what I want to say to her all the time, but I don't actually, I think that's probably not yeah. the best reaction to have to anything she does. Not the best. Yeah. Yep. So that's what we're doing lately. It's our classic game. Do you have I any do you have any TTCC updates? We're just counting days. We're counting days. My mood is fine. I'm I've been on estradiol, which I always want to pronounce estradiol. I don't know why it's mm-hmm. estradiol, whatever. Um for the first time because this is like a different kind of transfer cycle we're doing a medicated cycle rather than a modified natural frozen embryo transfer mm-hmm. so whatever so now i'm taking estradiol and it's fine i have i was really really afraid to take this medication because you read about the side effects and i'm like oh my god it's gonna suck yes. and then yeah. i'm like well mm-hmm. i feel normal that's great yeah so. i was talking to my uh other friend who's done this uh about mm-hmm. this and she was saying that when she took estrogen that she was like fucking hungry all the time like so okay. fucking starving okay that's funny that you say that because I'm also like I have been eating a ton of food and I just kind of constantly feel full because I'm just like constantly eating but I'm also like that's not a problem for me yeah it's fine it's fine but yeah I mean I don't think for her it was a problem it was just weird like she would say like she it would is weird need to like like she would like say that she needed to like eat right before bed or she'd wake up like and and still would wake up starving but she would like sometimes wake up in the middle okay. of the night to pee and also need to snack because she's like every time I was hungry I was fucking starving I was constantly needing to eat dude okay I'm so glad you told me this because I actually woke up this morning absolutely starving okay yeah so that's funny that's yeah because she was telling me to recommend to you actually that um to have yeah to make sure that you have extra snacks and have like ready to eat snacks because of like yeah, just, like, waking up, fuck, like, being just, like, fucking starving. Like, not, like, oh, I'm going to, like, cook myself a meal now. But, like, I'm going to eat right now or I'm going to, like, tear everything apart. Well, it was great because I had some cobbler. Oh, yeah. perfect. Yeah. A perfect, perfect solution. Snack. <laughs> so I think you should just always have cobbler on hand is the solution. Yeah, that's a great solution. I love it. I uh, love it. Dude, you know what I'm going to try and make? I'm going to make it sometime on my weekend. Maybe today. Maybe in the next couple days. But a recipe for, like, a cake that you mix where basically as it bakes, it separates into, like, a tender cake layer on top and, like, a soft custard on the bottom. This is and a I'm self-saucing doing... cake. Yes, it is a self-saucing yeah. cake. And I've never we done self-saucing. Well, we have talked about self-saucing cakes. There's a lemon one. Ooh. Um, and it just sounded, like, delightful and light. And I've seen, like, two different versions of it recently. Uh, one good. from Liz Pruitt of Tartine. And then one, we got a cookbook. The cookbook of the 20th Century Cafe has a recipe for it. And I think we're going to try that recipe. I'm really excited. Can't wait to reveal. That sounds amazing. Wait, that just reminded me. Isn't Chez Panisse, like, in the Bay Area? Yeah, it's in Berkeley. So I, I actually, I forgot to say this when you were talking about it, which is, like, that is actually a goal of Stephen and mine at some point is to, like, go there for dinner. Like, it's a babysitter for Sylvia. Yes. We really want to go. Do it, do And part of me I was thinking it. about, so I'm like, I'm really excited. They're, like, super famous. They're supposed to be amazing, blah, blah. I have a friend um, who went there, said it was amazing. And part of me, I was like, is it still considered really amazing? Or is it one of the True. things, like, it's just, like, a prestige restaurant now? And, like, I'm sure it's still hella good. 
but I'm like, how does it compare? Like, what is the impression of it now by like food critics and food people? I actually don't know. I'm considering asking my boss who like will give me his like rude opinions about restaurants and stuff. Yeah. Um, I feel like you could Google it, but yeah. Yeah. yeah but I mean, I want to know, like, because he's like worked in Napa restaurants and talks to other chefs in the Bay area. I yeah. like, I want that like insider, uh, like what's what's the bitchy thought about it um that i'm interested in but yeah i mean i'm i mean i'm sure it's still hella good so i'm still definitely gonna try and go that's like basically two restaurants right now are top of our list for we need to get a babysitter and drop a few hundred dollars on a dinner which is one chez panisse and two mr jews in san francisco we really want to fucking go i don't know that one but that's cool um i think his name is like brian jew uh and it's like nice fancy chinese food is supposed to be fucking good i think the trend went once and it was hella good and now that like they just switched from like being more of a regular fancy restaurant to like doing like tasting menu stuff which is a little bit annoying to me because now i have to like a fixed price i can't like go and choose things but i'm also like whatever i'll do it sounds amazing don't you want to go to that place that Trin's been in San Francisco that's like Zuzu Zoo, Zoo, Zoo or something? ZZ? Uh, yeah. Fuck. What's, What's it what called? What the fuck are they called? Now I can't. Zulu. Zulu. Nope. ZZ. <laughs> Zazu. It's Zazu. Zazu. Zazu? I think it's Zazu. Did I make that up? Is that? Is I feel that... like that's from the Lion King. Wait. I was like, wait, is that from the Lion King? <laughs> i don't know <laughs> okay you guys know what we're talking about they're famous for their fucking roast chicken, roast chicken. okay you guys all know okay that is also on our list of places to go dude let's go together when i'm next to town okay no i don't know i don't know okay. but it would be great <laughs> <laughs> you could i would i could easily be talked into this no yeah because you god yeah trin our friend just goes to amazing restaurants all the time i wish i lived her food life all the time She's always going to amazing places. I would take her recommendation on any food. She is the ultimate foodie. The ultimate foodie. So shout out to you, Trin. You're a perfect 10. Shout out to your taste in restaurants. So cute that um, Sylvia says Trin's name now instead of calling her Chichu. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which was also really cute. I know. It is. It's okay. This is another weird Sylvia thing right now, which is like, so some names, any name that's three syllables is like pretty iffy for her to be able to say. And she... Lately, like, so, like, her uncle's name is Dominic, um, and a lot of time we'd be like, oh, we're going to see your cousin, says her cousin's name. We're going to see your auntie, says her auntie's name. We say, we're going to see Uncle Dominic, and she goes, yeah. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and, like, I'm like, what's his name? And she just says, yeah. And I'm like, okay. That's cute. <laughs> so now, but now she's trying to say it and is just saying Kaka. Oh, no. <laughs> and then today um, we were going to see Melissa. And it was the same thing of like, we're going to see Melissa. Yeah. And I'm like, can you say it? And then she was like, caca. And I'm like, is this just the sound you say for a three, like when you don't know now? She's like, I'm overwhelmed. So yeah. So we will That's say caca. So, so That's cute. yeah, I don't know. She's a, she's a little goofy goo. Okay. I have one final review that's food related. So I kind of want to bundle it in because we were talking restaurants. Um, which is I want to review having a fucking delightful tortilleria in your town. Ooh, that's nice. Um, there is a tortilleria in downtown Vallejo, like a few blocks from my work. Uh, what's it called? I think it's called Tortilleria Pinto. Um, and we got their corn tortillas recently. I this is like a health move I was making because I've been eating so many quesadillas with Sylvia all the time. As I'm like, I'm gonna switch from my like flour tortillas and buying at Costco to buying corn tortillas. Um, 
which I do love for tacos and stuff. And I'm like, this will be good. And I'll go get it at this local place. And they've just are like, they're so fucking good. Like they're pillowy and delicious. They have like a delightful corn flavor. Um, I also really enjoyed, I basically had this whole thing in my head of just being like, should I speak in Spanish or should I speak in English when I'm going to order these in their little shop? Mm-hmm. Um, and I've like, so on the one hand, I know from having been there before, I'm like, I know that there's some people that work there that don't speak any English and just speak Spanish. And then there's some people that speak both. And I'm always like, I'm not that good at Spanish. So is it a, like, and like, if someone does speak English, is it offensive when I go in and just speak in Spanish as if they don't understand English when they actually do? Or is it like, or is that scene is like, nice that I'm like trying to communicate in like their preferred language or also just like, and if I just go and speak English to them and they don't understand me, then I'm just like an annoying English speaker. Like I got in like this whole like little spiral in my mind as I'm like walking over there, um, not being sure what to do. And I really enjoyed walking in, not my like my extremely white face, my white Irish redheaded face (laughs) and hair not being viewed because the person was working in the back and then just immediately yelling at me in Spanish. I don't even know what they said. I just could tell they were speaking Spanish, probably saying they were going to like be right there or something. And so then I just spoke <laughs> in Spanish to them. It was an extremely brief exchange, you know, where I just ordered tortillas and paid for it and said, thank you. And I was just like, I'm fluent in this language. And this was an incredible experience. Amazing. That's um, good. So that was great. Success. So like my weird overthinking of whether or not to ever attempt to speak in Spanish, I rate that a two out of 10. Um, Cause on the one hand, I think being conscientious is good. And on the other hand, I'm overthinking it and crazy. And like most people are like, don't give a shit what I'm doing ever again. We've talked about this. People don't care what you're doing. Um, yeah. But then, yeah, actually speaking Spanish to someone in a shop, 10 out of 10 worked out great. Buying those tortillas delicious so good they are 10 out of 10 tortilla shop i fucking loved it it was great amazing that sounds mm-hmm. delish i think we should close on that note yeah yeah everyone um, have a good tortilla today yes can. please please do and you know always hit our line ring our line what's the phrase no one knows but hit my line hit my line franimapod at gmail.com the review crew pod on instagram Get at us. Give us recommendations. Have you been to Chez Panisse? What did you think about it? We're still taking music recommendations. We'll take yeah. recommendations for anything, anything you want us to reveal. I'm up. getting back into beef the show. Thanks to Trin. It is okay. actually good. I yeah. thought you were going to say beef the food. and I, But Never I'm lost. pro both of those things. Yeah. Never fell out of beef the food. Beef the food yeah. is good. Yep. All right. A little cow. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah but we're always you know our our inboxes are open and awaiting you ta-ta for now all right you're a perfect 10 reviewers you're all perfect 10s you're a perfect 10 okay, bye. Well. bye bye <laughs>